Welcome back to the Two Type Ones podcast. I'm Coach Ken, and I'm running solo today. Graham is not with me today. We've been recording a lot of uh, different conversations with some really cool guests over the past week, and we're in the process of editing those uh, episodes. So I just wanted to do a bonus episode to push out to everyone of some things that are coming up on the podcast, just keep you guys in the know. And also there's some stuff that's kind of been on my mind that I wanted to share with everyone over the past, uh, you know, I'd say probably a good month having some really good conversations with people, thinking about things, reading things on social media. And I just wanted to kind of bring the, some of the frustrations and some of the good good thoughts uh, to um, all of you. And I would love to hear what your guys' thoughts are. So if you have thoughts after you listen to this episode. It's going to be a very short episode. Shoot me an email at the two type ones podcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to me on Instagram at simplifying life with diabetes. But let's rock and roll and, and get right into this. So, first things first, if you do not know, on Mondays at 12 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I have a Instagram Live that I'm doing every single Monday, and we're probably going to keep on doing it every single Monday uh, with my good friend Kelly Schmidt. She's a diabetic dietitian, um, and we just have some really good conversations, bringing a lot of really good, interesting things to the forefront of those conversations, interact with other people that are uh, in the conversation that leave some comments and we answer questions. If you have questions, just hop on there. 12.30 every single Monday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So hop on there. It's really, really good uh, conversations that we um, talk about. If you haven't checked out her handle or her Instagram page, those conversations are all housed on her Instagram page. Uh, check out Diabetic Dietitian. Um, she's got some really, really cool infographics as well. And I'm also really excited to start getting her on the podcast on a regular basis as kind of like an expert type um, nutritionist and dietitian um, that we can, me and Graham can just really interact with. Uh, that's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. So that's something that's also coming up here soon. The other thing that we was able, we were able to do over the weekend, and I'm really excited to bring this person's conversation, both of these people's conversation. Uh, to you guys as well is the first one we talked to was uh, Colleen. Um, her name's Colleen Reinhardt. If you live in Columbus, Ohio, um, you probably know who she is. She's amazing, amazing at just everything diabetes. I would say so. That 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 conversation is awesome. She has been a um, diabetic educator. She's been a nurse. She's done just so much in the diabetic community. And those were one of the those are the things that we kind of talked with her about. Um, it's actually going to be a two part series. So this first one that will come out here in the next couple of weeks, um, that will be the first one where we just kind of talk about her journey and figure out what her how her life's been with diabetes. And then the second episode will be all about her professional career, how she's been able to help diabetics in the community, uh, do different community events and just so many really cool stuff. So I'm excited about continuing that conversation with Colleen. And the next person, and I, get, I say persons that we had the opportunity to talk to over the weekend was Mike Mendelo and his young 13-year-old son, Drew Mendelo. If you guys haven't heard about the T1D1, you guys have to check it out. Google T1D1, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm about, I'm about to tell you right now. So Drew Mendelo is a 13-year-old diabetic. He 
is four months into his diabetic journey, which is amazing. He's doing so well with all of his uh, correction factors. He's doing well with his diabetes management. But one of the things that really, really uh, drew me to Drew was the fact that this 13-year-old boy during his diagnosis period, you know, like when we would get diagnosed, there's so much information getting thrown at us. There's so much things, so much stuff that we have to really absorb and learn. But Drew was able to create an app, a diabetic app, and I've used it. I've messed with it. I've played around with it. It is an amazing app. So if you guys are looking for some type of app that can really help your diabetic management, you got to check this app out. It's called T1D1. And uh, it, it, like I said, it, it is such a fabulous app. And I, I just think it's such so amazing that this 13-year-old boy knows how to code. He's been playing around trying to code video games, which was a really part fun part of the story. And he just, he coded his own app. And it is it's killing it it's awesome it's it's an amazing app so that's another really good conversation that we're excited to bring to everyone let everyone listen to this amazing 13 year old's journey do you like diabetic swag i know i do we're gonna have this other company come on here in the next couple weeks i got introduced to them uh through instagram man it just seems like i've been getting introduced to all these different amazing people through instagram um and social media so if you haven't heard about their company, you got to check them out on Instagram. Greater Than Highs and Lows is their company name. Uh, they basically do apparel for diabetics. So uh, go check them out on Instagram, Greater Than Highs and Lows. I think their uh, handle is GTHL. And it'll come right up. So uh, go check them out on Instagram. All right. Now into kind of the root of uh, kind of what I wanted to talk about today. And it just some things that I don't know why, but they've been kind of bothering me over the past couple of months. And maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know why this stuff's been bothering me. But the first, the first kind of topic, and I and we've talked about it on this show, is this this whole problem that we have right now in in America about uh, supply costs for diabetics. Supply costs really for anybody that has autoimmune disease or has a has a underlying condition. It's just so crazy to me. It's so crazy to to me that insulin is so expensive for diabetics. I just don't understand. And maybe someone that is in the government, maybe someone that works in pharmaceuticals can reach out to me and, and explain this to me, but I just don't understand how a company can make insulin vials, vials of insulin for, you know, less than ten dollars and then but then if you don't have insurance, which I hope everyone does have insurance, but I know there's people out there that don't have insurance, but if you don't have insurance, it's like almost $400 a vial. Like I just went to the the pharmacy uh, the other day and my insurance changed over like everyone's has uh, for during, you know, the it's the beginning of the year. So you got to pay the, your uh, first part of your deductibles. This is no big deal. Okay. No worries. Um, even though insurance premiums are uh, increasing, which is ridiculous as well. But anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, I went to my pharmacist, um, normal, like always. And I knew I had to pay my, um, I knew I had to pay my deductible for the year. And I always hit it the very first, I mean, most people do. Uh, for me, I always hit my deductible the very first payment that I either buy insulin or buy supplies, doesn't matter. So I'm good and covered for the rest of the year, which is always fine. It's it's good. 
But uh, I, yeah, I went to pay for my insulin and I typically get three vials for like 30, 40 bucks, which is super cheap for me. And I never, I w- haven't always had that, but um, my wife uh, works for a state hospital or did work for a state hospital and we've had really good insurance for a long, long time. And uh, that's a whole nother conversation also, but I'm on Cobra insurance. So we'll see what happens after the this 18 month span that I'm allowed to be on Cobra. So if anybody has some really good insurance premium ideas, or if you're doing private insurance as a diabetic, reach out to me because I'm going to need some, I'm going to need to reach out to people and, and really research some, some really good plans uh, after this 18 months is up. And uh, because I, I really don't want to go on the private sector and just pay for everything myself. But anyways, but yeah, I went and paid for this insulin or was going to pay for this insulin and the the premium or the the cost after my insurance was way higher than it was supposed to be. And and a couple years ago, I had asked about an insulin at three different pharmacies and all of them were pretty much like retail, well all of them were pretty much the same. Uh but it was like $365 a couple of years ago. Now it's close to 400 for retail. I just it's just so crazy to me. It's just so crazy to me. So that's that's one thing that's been kind of bothering me. And again, if you are someone that knows why that's happening or if it's just uh I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it, it just it really bothers me that we can't you know, these things that we need to live are we can't don't have access to it when we can just go right across the border and get it for like five bucks anyways. Um, and then the other thing that was, that's been kind of eating at me and not in a bad way, I think, but just because I, I see the value of it so much that, um, it's just, it's really been eating at me that a lot of people either don't see the value or they're not in the right mindset of it. Uh, and that's CGM. And we talked a little bit about CGMs, me and Kelly did, on our Monday talks a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it, it just, it's one of those things that it's, I can't stress it enough, how much my life changed after going on a CGM. My insulin regimen, my sugar regimen, everything about diabetes changed. I would say, what was this, three years ago, I think? It's 2021 now. Um, three years ago when I went on a CGM, everything changed. And not that I was in terrible con- terrible control um, at that point in my life, but when I went on a CGM, everything changed because of the data that it was in, just in front of you, just in front of me. And I was even on a pump at that point too. And I, with a pump, you have a lot of data as well. When you look at a CGM, it's one of those things that you either on board with or you're not on board with. If you're not on board the CGM because you don't want an extra device and you have a pump, you, you got to get past that mental me, mental block because if it, it's just you you need it you need it because if even if you're finger sticking and you're successful with finger sticking, you still don't know what your blood sugar is doing twenty four seven and that's what a CGM can do for you, regardless if you're on a Dexcom, regardless if you're on a Libre, regardless if you're on Medtronic. Medtronic sensor. It does not matter. You need to be on a CGM. And the more and more I read on social media, on my these face, really good Facebook groups that I'm 
actually uh, involved with. And if you're a diabetic, whether you're type two or type one, if you're not on Facebook and you're missing out because there's so much great resources and a great community on Facebook. But more and more I'm like reading and, and seeing people's responses to newly diagnosed people and they're like questioning CGMs, but then wanting to get on board with technology in terms of a pump. If you if you don't have really good insurance, you, you should just do CGM and do manual injections. That's that would be my recommendation. And not a, I'm not a doctor. That would just be my recommendation of what I've seen with my clients that's worked, what I've seen with myself that's worked, what I've seen with my fa- with my uh, not my family but my friends uh, that I know that that is on CGMs. Um, just so powerful and valuable. So, um, that would be the other thing that was kind of it's been kind of bothering me as I see so many people having mental blocks on and making. I don't want to say excuses because I don't think it's excuses but making things in their head and talking themselves out of doing a CGM. So don't talk yourself out of doing a CGM. Get on one. Go talk to your doctor. You can try them out for free to see if you like them. And hey, if you don't like them, that's okay. Whatever works for you is going to work for you. If you're in really good control, your A1C is good, your numbers are good, how you measure your success is good, then who am I to tell you what to do? But I just think the value of a CGM is so high and so powerful right now. It's unbelievable. So ask your doctor about it if you haven't already. And I would say the other thing that's been really bugging me, and again, I don't know why. I I don't know why these things are bugging me. Maybe just because it's coming from the coaching perspective and I want everyone to have the right information and the right resources. Um, But when you're first getting, when you, if you're someone that you've just been diagnosed within heck the, even the last year to two years. Are you getting the right information? Are you are you able to find the right information? Um, are you struggling? Because if you are, you're not alone. And my question would be is at diagnosis in general, type one or type two, are we getting the information that we need to be successful? Are we getting the education that we need to be successful? I had a good conversation with Colleen uh, about this uh, over the weekend. And the consensus, I think, is yes and no. I think that depending on where you are when you were first diagnosed, whether you're with a family practitioner, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're with an endo that you know, that the information that we're getting is, is good, valuable information. But sometimes I question from conversations that I have with people uh, and in stories that I hear is, are we getting enough information? Can you apply the information that you're getting right now? Or is it too much? Are you getting so much information that's information overload that sometimes might not be a bad thing? If you're getting so much information, it's good to have more information than not, not enough information, I think, in my head. Um, I know when I was first diagnosed, I didn't have any information. I saw a family practitioner and I don't, I don't blame my family practitioner, just that's not what they did. You're a diabetic. Here's some insulin pens. Here's a glucose monitor. And this is how you use it. And I want you to follow this ratio. And good luck. That, that's, that was my experience. And I know I'm not the only one. And I think about someone like Graham, my co-host. He was in the hospital for... And granted, this was you know, 20 some years ago that he was diagnosed. 
things were done differently back then. But he was in the hospital for five straight days. Five straight days. And had all this amazing information. He was set up with uh, JDRF. He was set up with diabetic camp. And if, you, if you're if you a newly diagnosed young kid or new di- newly diagnosed uh, individual, going to those di- diabetic camps, I believe, is very valuable as well. But, you know, he, he has all this information. And he was able to take all that information and figure out what works for him. The more information we have, the more data we have, the more the easier it is for us to figure out what's going to work. You don't have to be like I was and be in denial for three years because you don't have information, because you're trying to learn everything on your own, because you think that you're okay and and the things that you're being told is, oh, you can eat whatever you want, but just cover with insulin. That's a whole nother topic and, and thing that always has bothered me. Um, and I just, I wanted to share some of those things with you guys. And I hope that those of you who are listening, if you are newly diagnosed, I hope you know that you aren't alone. And I hope that you know that you have resources, not just this podcast. There are three other podcasts that I can think on top of my head, off the top of my head that are really, really good. Uh, there are three different social media, uh, groups in Facebook that I can think right off the top of my head. Um, there are about 10 different influencers uh, that I follow on Instagram uh, that I can think of right off the top of my head. Um, there are two, at least in Columbus, Ohio, and I know in all parts of the country, um, there are different groups, foundations uh, that have endless resources for diabetics. The ADA is amazing with information. Uh, there's so much really good, valuable information on their website. Go on their website. And uh, yeah, I mean, find some people that you know in your community that can help you. That's the biggest thing. Impro- in- improve, increase your support system, whatever that is. And when, when I say support system, and, and I talked about this uh, with Kelly, I believe, when I talk about support system, I'm not talking about mom and dad, friend, or, uh, friends, your closest friends, your closest siblings, your closest relatives. I'm talking about people that aren't blood relatives to you. Um, I'm not talking about people that go through the same things that you're going through day by day, every single day. Those are the people that you need to increase your support system with. Mom and dad, parents, uh, siblings, blood relatives, close friends. Those are all great people to have in your in your back pocket. But they, if they're not diabetic, they don't really know what you go through day by day, every single day. They just don't. They just don't. My wife is one of my biggest supporters. My parents are some of my biggest supporters, but they just, they don't know what we go through every single day. All right. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and sign off guys. Thank you so much for listening to me go on this rant for the last 20 minutes. And uh, I, I got some good things off my chest. I don't know why some of that stuff was bothering me, though. I just It's just really been bothering me, and I don't know why. I wonder if that happens to anybody else. Like, you just think about stuff. You read stuff. Um, you read things on social media. Maybe I need that's, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need to stay off social media, but I really don't want to. And um, just not focus on the negative. You know, we always talk about, with, as a coach, we always talk about, things that we can control right focusing only on the things that we can control this the 
cost, diabetic costs and the uh, cost of insulin, the cost of all these things that we, we need to survive. I mean, I can't control that stuff. So I should just focus on, take my own advice and focus on what I can control, I guess. So you can always reach me at uh, Simplifying Life with Diabetes on Instagram. And you can send me an email at the two type ones podcast at gmail.com. That's the two type ones podcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. Tell me, do you like the show? Do you not like the show? Give me some feedback. Feedback's always good. Um, the more feedback we get, the better we can uh, make the show. So hopefully we can continue to give you guys some really good content and uh, keep your brain sparking. Also, uh, you can check me out every single Monday with uh, Kelly Schmidt, the diabet- diabetic dietitian, uh, at 12.30 p.m. every Monday, uh, Eastern Standard Time. We'll be on there every single Monday. We're having a blast doing those Instagram lives, so and I don't see us stopping anytime soon. So you can also go onto her page and just check out her page. She records them and puts them on uh, her page against the diabetic dietitian. And if you miss an episode for whatever reason, we typically talk for about an hour. Uh, we're trying to get it, get it back down to 45 minutes, but we typically talk to him, talk for about an hour and, uh, she's always saving those to her, her Instagram live. So you can go on there and make comments and go back and listen to the, the conversations that we're having. So thank you so much for listening and I will see everyone next time.